Okay. Hmm. Let's see here. Oh. Hmm. Alex Films. Presents. True Stories. Narrated by Jim Harris. I begin with another true story. Oh, mercy. Many, many years ago, I was working at a place, and the guy I was working with, he had this car he was going to trade in at a dealership because he's going to buy another car. And he was complaining one day, says, oh, the only one to give me $250 for that car. That was an older car, but it was good on gas. I said, tell you what, if they'll give you $250, I'll give you $250 and buy the car. So I did. He gave me the car for $250. So, got the title, put my name, so forth, drive back and forth to work. It was, a, it was an old car. It's a decent car, though. And one day I was coming home from work without warning. <laughs> I mean, without any warning at all. I'm going about 35 miles an hour. Thankfully, I wasn't going no faster than that. The hood come up. The hood come up and stood straight up, and I couldn't see nothing. Oh, mercy. I was able, by the grace of God, to pull over on the side of the road on the berm without getting hit or hitting anybody. It was terrible. I, I, I finally able to get the hood back down. Somehow got the thing home, and then when I got it home, my father-in-law happened to show up, and we was able to, to bend the bike and get it in place and be able to keep it latched. Well, I went back to work and said, hey, buddy. Man, I was driving home yesterday, and the hood flew up. He said, oh, I, I didn't tell you that. Once in a while, it would do that. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. Well, we had some other problems with it. We actually went down the mountains of West Virginia on vacation, and I forget what happened, but it gave us trouble. We ended up going back home, and my brother let me borrow his pickup truck to finish our vacation. It's a terrible thing. Anyway, we decided to sell this car. Well... We paid $250 for it. We decided for, to sell it for $250. So we put a sign in it. Sure enough, here comes this young man says, boy, I'd like to have that car. Now, we told him everything that was wrong with it that we knew about it. He said, here's the trouble. I, I ain't got no money. I, I ain't got $250. Would you take $50 today and $50 a week and hold it for me until I can get it paid for? We said, yes, we will. So we pulled out a piece of paper and, and signed it in his name and so forth, and he gave me $50, and, and, and he left. Next week, he showed up again and gave me another $50, working out really good. He come back the third week, he says, listen, here's $50. He says, but I, I, I really, really need this car. Would you, would you please go ahead and sign the title in my name? And I'll take the car, but I will come back and, and finish paying you for the car. I said, we will do that. So we did. We went down and got the title changed over, and he drove off with it. He was happy. And in the meantime, me and my wife got talking. You know what? We said, this poor young man, he's been faithful coming and making his $50 payments. When he comes back next time, we're going to forgive him the debt. And when he comes back next time, we're going to pull out the paper where we've been putting down the amounts on and, and put paid in full and give it to him and let him have the, that car for the cheaper price and forgive the debt. 
We was looking forward for him to come back. But for some reason, he didn't come back. Now, possibly, possibly he was in an accident, passed away, don't know, it's all presumption. But what I do presume was that being he had the car, and I didn't have his address, didn't know all I had was his name, he decided that he wasn't going to come back and pay for that car. But here's the trouble. He was already forgiven. All he had to do was to show up. Not even to ask for it. But he, if he would just showed up with 50 more dollars, we was going to say, keep your money. It's paid in full. But he didn't show up. Now, I presume that every time he drove by my street, he's looking over his shoulder. Because there's something called guilt. There's something called conscience that begins a work. That's a God-given thing to help us keep in line. But he never come back to be forgiven. Boy, that's so much like people and, and serving God. You know, people may go to church, and that's good. Won't save you. People, I've heard people say, oh, I'm going to go to church on Christmas or Easter, and I'm going to throw money in the offering plate. Well, that's fine, but that won't do you no good. That won't save you. I've heard people say, oh, I'm a good person. I help people. That's a good thing. You should help people. But good works ain't going to save you either. But it says here in, in Romans, the 10th chapter, verse 22, or verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. And with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now that's a wonderful thing, but there's a misconception here. People's got this idea, if I simply just say these words, I'm going to go to heaven. No, 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 no. you got to say it from the heart. You've got to believe it. You've got to act it out. It also says in James, it says this, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. But if any man be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like a man beholding his natural face in a glass or mirror, and he beholdeth himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty, the word of God, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. You know what? If you believe something, you're going to act it out. You know, there's been people tell their, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, Oh, I love you with all my heart, but they're going out with somebody else. See, they're not a, they, they, they just saying the words. But when you really love somebody, particularly when you love God, because Jesus says you got to give him your whole heart, your whole soul, your mind, and all your strength. And when we do this, we will act it out. It says in James also, For as a body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. You know, people says, don't judge me. Well, I tell you what, when you're doing something stupid and you're breaking the commandments and you ain't doing that which is right, that's not really judging. That's pretty obvious. We're actually fruit inspectors. 
Judgment is when people, when we don't know the heart or the intention, but when people are blatantly breaking things. Oh, my, my, my. So how about you, my friend? Think about this. If you really just playing, playing the game with God, oh, you can go to church, it should. Oh, you, you can pay your tithes, you ought to. You ought to do good works. It's a wonderful thing, but it won't save you. But when you begin to confess your sins before God and live for Him, then you're going to act out when you do this, you shall be blessed in your deeds. This story has been brought to you by Alex Thank you for listening.